With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope. With your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, 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 everyone. The universe is wild, unpredictable, full of potential it is undeniably in bliss and so it is important to know that this is an unlimited program unlimited thoughts so make sure that your thoughts of your own life are not so limited why do you think this way because I want you to know that you do not have to go to the same job every day you don't have to do the same errands every day you don't have to think the same thoughts every day or feel that same way Think again. Today will be a mind-blowing adventure. It will be mind-stretching, mind-bending, and heart-opening with this interview that we are having here today. It might redefine uh, this universe that um, she walks in, and she's going to help us all. Uh, Her interview uh, is going to be quite delightful. If you have questions, Please try to keep them to the topic. Uh, if we um, uh, feel like we need to pass, then we'll just pass. Um, but it is Joy Elaine that's going to be with us today. Joy has three decades of study in different forms of energy work, past life regression, Akashic record reading, shamanism, angelic healing from the serenity vibrational healing have been given her the background as well as the tools and techniques to be able to bring forth the information in what she calls, and I do call, the Joy Chronicles. The information in the Joy Chronicles was channeled material. It's a conversation in these series of books that are a result from direct contact with beings from many, many multi-universes. Joy knows and respects individuals from many different worlds and supports the evolution of their worlds. Her life and purpose are driven by a passionate pursuit for truth and the fulfillment of her destiny, which she believes is to support the advancement of all species. The Adventures of the Joy Chronicles, which I have read, and with my assistant, she's just begun that journey of reading the Joy Chronicles, are for joy an everyday experience in her life that she eats and breathes this. It is her sacred service in these transitional times. Her passion and her dedication will light the way for each and every single reader as well as listeners today to catch the waves of change and that the councils sponsor this graceful ride from along um, from with Gaia to a new tomorrow that is bigger and better than any dreamer can ever imagine. So the wonderful thing about Joy is that she's recently spoken to Sananda, and the, uh, who is an Ascended Master and a member of the Joy Council, about what people can do to move gracefully into non-duality. And his reply to her was, the answer to living as a non-dual being is to be the best themselves that they can possibly be. Allow yourselves to be in love with all that exists in the life right now and in our life. And so what we've titled this encounter with Miss Joy is the birth of the new earth realities. And what does it take for humanity to wake up? Well, hello, Miss Joy. Welcome to the Pure Hope Show. Hello, hello, it's good to be with you again. (laughs) Well, I love the fact that you did talk to Sananda and um, got some information, but first, would you like 
to tell all of our listeners today a little bit who you are and and what what is your purpose here upon the planet at this time? Okay, well, um, a little bit about me. Hmm. I was a, <laughs> a wild child playing with fairies, you know, when I was when I was little, and then I grew up and I forgot about that. And um, through the decades of intense study that I've been doing the last three decades, just trying to figure out why the heck. I'm, I'm here, you know. It was like <laughs> I f- kind of feel like I forgot, you know, the instruction book that I should have come with, you know. And I was kind of uh, <laughs> I was enjoying my life, but I really felt like I I wasn't doing quote if there was something I should be doing, I wanted to know what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I'm an Aquarian, and. You know, one of our goal, one of the things about Aquarians is they are focused on helping humanity, and the the reason that is so appealing to me was that close connection that I had with nature, with I, that I had with my the fairies when I was little, and the love that I have of the earth when I was raised on a farm, uh, playing outside, you know, most of the days, barefooted, running wild, and just um, being like I said, a wild child. So I'm not that way now. I I still enjoy being outside and and communing with nature, walking through the forest. I'm more of a a woods person than I am mountains or seas or, you know, the desert. But, um, you know, conversing with with nature, with feeling like I'm bringing forth information that is valid to – that is important for people to know, that it gives them hope and encourages them, that – it doesn't have to be you're born, you get old, and you die. There's a new par- there's a new paradigm for Earth, <laughs> and um, we have been waking up for for some time, and uh, that's one of the things I do want to talk about about how we can continue that and what's just happening naturally. We're all in the process of ascending, so that's good news. <laughs> it's very that's good, news good for news. me. Yes, it yes. is. Yeah. It is. It so, is. So let's talk about what has been happening. And you said we're in the process and have been in the process of awakening and where we're at now. Do you want to speak to that a little bit about yeah, how long yeah. this awakening process has taken us and how well, long you know, humanity start? is the youngest species in all of the universes. There's 47 universes, by the way, according to the masters that I work with. And let me address that first, because the masters that I work with are either ascended or they're non-dual. Non-dual means that they don't lie. They they just, that's not part of their reality. There's not a lack mentality and they don't lie. They're, they just, they speak the truth. Now, they don't, they don't tell me everything, but they tell me a lot of things. And when I, when I started learning about what's, What's the future for Earth? I got so excited I had to write the books that I've written. And there's six of them. I've self-published them, but there's going to be there's going to be at least I know there's 10 there's four more in the first series and there's probably 10 in the second series my future self has told me. So there's lots of information available to people about the story that I've been going through. That those first six books were written in 2 years. I started in February of 2014, and I finished in November of 2015 because I was going to the council uh, sometimes twice a week and uh, every night, spending, you know, nights there. So I was getting lots of information, and it was just so thrilling for me that I I had to share it with people. Now, (laughs) you know that your closest friends and your relatives and your family are sometimes the people that are most skeptical about the information that you bring forward. Have you ever experienced that, Janice? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, really? Yes, yes, I have experienced that. Every yeah, one of us yeah. has. Yeah. So um, I'm knowing that the people that I've that I spoke to when the time that I came up to speak with your group, they were really open to new information. So I'm I'm hoping that the people that are listening to me today can open to the possibility of some of these things that I'm going to be speaking about. 
But we have been awakening. And when did that start? Well, um, let's say humanity with souls has existed for 120,000 years. Before that, humans did not have souls. They were creatures created by um, three or four three or four dual plane uh, species to be slaves to help them uh, mine crystals and gold here on Earth. But we uh, eventually, the non-dual masters got involved and contributed some of their genetics because they could see what humans would be. And so in the last, um, the, the, the growth rate, the expansion of Earth has been exponential in the last, um, oh, couple of decades, say starting around uh, two or three years into the 2000s, there started to be like a wave of resurgence. And this is, this is directly from Sananda, the, the master that, that I work with a lot. Um, third dimension merged with fourth dimension, and then it left. It's gone. Third dimension is gone. Mm-hmm. Fourth dimension left in 2015. Now, when people people kind of look at me funny when I see it, and they go, "It left, really? How, what? what? <laughs> How did that happen?" <laughs> well, it happened because enough people are waking up that they're making higher choices in their life. They're yeah. quitting jobs that they don't like. Some people are just quitting work completely and managing to 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 live with doing trading and other kinds of barter and different kinds of activities. But <clears throat> so we're we are in. Fifth, sixth, and some of us, me me included, about 20 or 30, 30 of us have been working for the last two or three decades and focusing on moving, being leaders and moving into the higher dimension of seventh dimension. Now, at this hmm. point, according to Sananda, I'm sliding back and forth from seven back into six, sliding into seven back into six. My goal in the next year or less, is to be permanently in seventh dimension. And that is also mm. the goal of these 20 or 30 people who are in this advanced group of, of energy workers that I'm, that I'm a part of. And that is exciting because in seventh dimension you can live as non-dual. Now I mentioned non-duality, that I'm working with non-dual masters, that they don't lie. Well, let me tell you a few other things about non-duality and non-dual people. First of all, the man that I met in 2014, he was an Ashtar commander. I stepped aboard his ship above Earth on the 10th dimension. He's he's very handsome. <laughs> I remember you I, I hadn't me expected about. that. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> There's tall, dark, and handsome right in front of me. Oh, my gosh, yeah. now what? But I had brought, so I put together some energy work for the Ashtar commander, so I delivered that. He He looked at me like he knew me. And I was really, I was really taken aback by his. He was very gentle, you know. He wasn't he wasn't pushy, but he was very interesting. And of course, I had to go back. So the second time I met him, he said he'd known me for a million years. And I'm hmm. like, okay, I was really pretty astonished by that because, anyway. Not to go into the details, not to get too itsy bitsy, but he started talking to me about the fact that he was over 25 million years old, and he looks wow. like he's about he looks like he's about 30, mm-hmm. a young 30, useful. So non-dual people. Here's the first fact to remember: non-dual people can age to the age that they they like to appear, and then they can they can just stay there. <laughs> I believe that totally completely. Yes. I do. Yeah, I've seen I've seen myself. I look like I'm 23 at the, at the council that we form up on the mm-hmm. higher dimensions of earth. So, and they they're perpetually regenerating. So, he had never even had like a scratch or a, a bruise or any kind of, of 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 hurtful experience on his physical body. Well, um Perpetually regenerating, so you know you you just you think, okay, well, twenty five million years old, so he's he doesn't die, they don't die, and right there, right there, you had me, they had me right there because I thought, oh, really, 
And here I am, one of the earliest baby boomers. I'm 76. And that appealed to me. I thought I really would like to take part of that reality rather than the one that I've always thought that I would be following and, and you know, living to maybe 70, 80, 90 and then dying. So mm-hmm. and that's that's a stretch for most people. That's because my older, my younger son told me when I told him that several years ago, he said, Mom, everybody dies. And that has been our reality for 120,000 years. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a mindset where you just you think, oh, okay, well, maybe I don't want to do that. Now this is this is not to say that everybody will all of a sudden say, hey, I'm not going to die because some of us, like my parents, died a few years ago. They were 97 and 89. They they didn't have the energy or the ability or the free will to move into that belief and to accept that and to and to renew their bodies. Now, I'm not saying that older people cannot do that because, like I say, I'm 76. But the younger people today, and especially children, I'm thinking, I want them to know about this possibility. Yeah. You know, in the next year, I'm going to be as non-dual, and I'm going to be able to show people that this is possible. Now, I've done a heck of a lot of things to bring this about. I'm, I've I, I can't even I can't even talk about the detail about everything that I've done, but it's been my focus for 20 years. Good, the good news is, people listening to me won't have to do that. They'll see what I've done, and they'll be able to accept that and able to move into that reality more quickly and more easily than I have than I have been able to do it. But it shows it needs somebody to show people that that's possible. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Just, Kind of like Roger Bannister, you know, he he was the guy who broke the four-minute mile. He ran three three minutes and 59 seconds, I think. And there's been 18 people since then who have done that. They've they've bettered his time. So I'm I'm like a person that's going to break the three-minute the four-minute mile by moving into the seventh dimension. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And being in physical form. And being in physical form, not dying. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. That's that's a possibility for people. Now, people mm-hmm. who choose or who who you know don't accept that or are just not ready for that, and and people are still going to die, you know, until we get to a point where nobody does that anymore. But <clears throat> the good news is that no matter what happens with with your life, whether you choose this reality and you start manifesting things that you love in your life, or you just go on the way that you've been doing. You're all. Everybody's going to end up in a wonderful place, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and they'll, you can read about that in my books because that's where my parents moved to. They both passed away in 2014 in December, and they died 11 days apart from each other. And they're still, they're still a couple. Mm. Um, Dad said we were soulmates. We didn't know that term when we were alive, but we were soulmates. So. You know, people will do that, or they'll just move into a place we call the fifth realm, and they'll have the experience of manifesting anything they choose there. So, it's all good. There's, it's mm-hmm. all good. There's just, there's no bad place that people are going to go. And that's another big, <laughs> another so, big so, uh, challenge to some people's beliefs. But anyway, that's yeah. What, so that's does what it does it just take the agreement? I told everybody from the very beginning this was going to be a mind-bending, mind-stretching, heart-opening conversation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So what does Well, it here's, here's, here's what Sinanda said. Okay. And this is a direct quote. I took very careful notes of, of his conversation. The answer to living as a non-dual being is to be the best themselves that they can be. Make yourself into the one who is the most acceptable. Allow yourself to be in love with all that exists in your life. If you are enough in yourself, then you are enough wherever you are. Be enough and love yourself. So love yourself. That is that is a, a biggie. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to refer people to my website, um, www.joyelaine.com. That is my name legally, by the way. I changed it a few years ago from uh, mm-hmm. from the name that I, from my married name that I had because it, it just felt like it fit me. So uh, it's not Joyce anymore. It's Joy, Joy Elaine. 
And mm-hmm. look at page four of my blog because it, there's a, a an SVH clearing and, and it's in several of the blogs and even in the books that I've written. Serenity Vibration Healing is what SVH stands for. It's the most powerful energy work that I've ever experienced and I experienced a lot before I stumbled on it in 2000 and oh, maybe 2001, two or three, about the same time that people started uh, surging, the waking up, really waking up. I felt I could feel things shifting in me right away. I thought, wow, this mm. really works. And it keeps on working. It, it's a work, work, working with God and your higher self and soul to rewrite events of your life and to just to make yourself be the perfect being that you really are already, that you're moving to become uh, fully manifested as perfection. I always wanted to be perfect, and I was really angry at Jesus and God for a long time because my religious upbringing said you couldn't be perfect. You know, you were human. Well, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, that just didn't appeal to me. I was really angry about that, and finally I, I moved past that. I let that go. I tore the page on that old thought, those old things, and those old thoughts and fears and angers and let it go. Made friends with Jesus, uh, who said he'd always love me, never never had any never held anything against me for being angry at him for so many years, which I was glad to hear, but just told me that he loved me and that he only preached love. So, um I kinda got a little bit off track there. I I can, can tend to do that, Jess. <laughs> so mm-hmm. well, that, back to- that's great. No, that's great because uh, because that didn't set well with me and still teachers and healers and helpers say that is that oh you can't be perfect you're only human and that never sat well with me as well and so I was just thinking in the core of my truth of who I am I'm perfectly perfectly perfect and um and and so that's when I go back like is it just simply in agreement to this non-duality experience because whatever people think that's where they're going to go whatever people agree to in this infinite possibilities that we are swimming in right now is that how it happens or is that well that's the first step is is to know that that's available and then to start living your life so that you you move into the things that you you love what you do you do what you love that's kind of a you know life is good uh, saying that they have on their shirts i like i buy their shirts i really like them but loving yourself is the start of it and that blog article that I mentioned, self-love, has an SVH work in there to help you clear away the blocks to loving yourself completely. Mm-hmm. Um, very powerful. I would suggest everybody read that. Then there's another good tool. I'm giving – my books have tools in them, especially not so much the first book. I'm just asking a lot of questions of, of Commander Tonos and, and working with Osiris and Sananda and and Isis and Hathor and Horus, some of the some of the Egyptian people that we thought were gods, who are simply non-dual beings, but um, it helps you clear away the blocks to loving yourself. It's a trigger trigger process that once you activate, you can just you find yourself thinking about yourself, and you're thinking, oh my, just don't look so good today, blah blah blah. Whoops, I love me. Yep, that's the, yep. that's the trigger that helps clear away. Your dialogue, your random inner dialogue, anything that would block you from just accepting and loving yourself completely, that's where it starts, really. It starts with your inner your inner self, your inner love in your heart of hearts, um, that you love yourself completely. And then mm-hmm. you, you look at your life and you say, well, what about my life do I, do I know love? And you change it. And one of the ways you, one of the best ways that you can do that is to work with the golden ticket, which is on the first page of my blog, and it's also on page four directly under the self love um, blog. I think I gave that to you, to your group when, did. I, worked, when I spoke with you, and I still mm-hmm. use that. I used it for big things and little things. I did, a, I did a, um, I did a um, uh, divine scenario just before I spoke with you today. I did one about speaking from my heart. Speaking with passion, speaking with love, speaking with clarity, addressing the, the things that people want to know so that I see it on track, um, and then I and then I activated it. So it just kept it keeps releasing the blocks to me, staying on topic, to me, <laughs> being pertinent to your listeners. And mm-hmm. the, the masters mm-hmm. did advise me to keep it simple. I can get I can get really woo woo. <laughs> oh, 
I know you, my love. You can get. And this is what they I really told, told me Melissa. to just to, to keep it simple because you know you don't want to. People get confused. We don't want to scare the audience. Right, and we don't want to get them confused. So what yes. do they do? They yes. they read my blog. They buy my books because they're going to find out about what's going to happen for Earth. That Earth is moving to non-duality. That we are, we are successful already. We just allow that to happen. Um, there's a, a, the other avenue you can choose is to uh, go to my other website, which is thejoyoflife.info, and it talks about this rate of vibration healing work. I've had several people mm. that take advantage of that because they. They clear their old contracts, they clear their death doors, they clear icky stuff that everybody comes into life with. Most of us do come in with genetic curses and all kinds of things that are allowed us to be manipulated. So that you're able to be more sovereign, you're able to be really free and have clear clear thinking. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's levels of clearings in, in that work. And some people work with people on the phone. I used to do that. Uh, if people have worked with me in the past and they want a session on the phone, I do. I can do that again, but I'm really focused on bringing forth the information in the Joint Chronicles. So, like you see, there's six books, and they're a story. So people, yes. you know, pe- people will ask me, well, which book should I buy? And I really try not to, to, to guide people <laughs> into, mm-hmm. into purchasing the first book, but it is a story. So some people yes. want to buy book four. I had a woman that said, "Well, I want that one because it's got the one it's got the most drama in it." <laughs> I said, "Okay, well, you know, so she bought book 4, but she's lost, you know, she's not met the people in books 1, 2, and 3, although most of them do continue, you know, throughout the mm-hmm. series." But um so I'm going to yeah. ask you a million dollar question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a million dollar question, and I think that asking questions to someone like you has an enormous, what I call, practical value because okay. it's kind of a gateway to change. So in uh, as Dr. Joe Dispenza or so many other people talk about, is that in this sea of infinite possibilities that exist around us, um, why do you think people keep recreating the same reality? Even those people who know that they're swimming in this pool of infinite possibilities why do you think people continue to create the same reality well there's lots of answers to that and i think they're million dollar answers and when the first one is a lot of us genetic we come in with we have a lot of genetic uh, tendencies that i for example i observed my mother who was very uh worried she worried a lot you know about things that would go wrong and I I picked up on that. I was, you know, focusing on things I didn't like, things that were, quote, going wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'll still once in a while I catch myself and think, oops, you know, that's just not the way to be because you're just contributing to that. You're you're enlarging that, um, what's wrong with the, with the world, instead of focusing on what you want to be, what you think is right and, and moving towards the right, quote, the right decisions for you. So that's the first mm-hmm. thing, a genetic component. The second thing is the childhood experiences. Like I mentioned, being brought up with a, in a family that uh, lived in the Depression, struggled, you know. <laughs> they had it tough. You know, those, those, those of us who are baby boomers had that experience of our parents doing the best they could or maybe not even doing the best they could. But that leaves a lot of impressions on children. And the SPH mm-hmm. work which is so important, I think, is rolls back to, most of it goes back to your conception. So it clears your past. You, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't just work on the issues that you deal with now because most of them are, many of them are related to your peers and your upbringing and what happened when you were a child. It goes back and, and, ha- and, the God, and God is doing the rewriting of your life to, to the highest potential that it can be. So it's, just tremendously powerful work as the serenity vibration mm. healing. And mm. and then, then current day that your learned behaviors that you, you know, people really have to want to change and they have to just keep wanting to change. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm telling you that that's going to get easier. Great. 
I'm, yeah, I think so. I'll say that again. It's going to get easier because we are all ascending. I'm not talking about, you know, how Jesus drifted off into the ethers. I'm talking about <laughs> a day-to-day process of ascension, of every day a little better than the last. Now people will say, well, what about this war and all this stuff that's going on? Well, frankly, a lot of that is fifth-dimensional stuff. Correct. Most of yeah. most of the people that are listening to you are probably in sixth dimension. They've wake they're wake waking up or they are awake. Yeah. They know yeah. they know the the validity of what I'm saying. They know they've they've made good choices in their life. They've they've monitored their watching of the news. They're learning to send love to everybody. They're 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 loving their life. They have a they work that's something that they love. They don't gossip about other people. They don't spread rumors. They they enjoy themselves. They have a they have a great life. Okay, I'm, that's mm-hmm. the people who are waking up, and they're the mm-hmm. ones who are going to be part of this huge wave that is going to crest. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm hopefully going to be right at the tip of it, just just plunging into seventh dimension and enjoying being there because I've experienced some of the stuff in seventh dimension. I've ex- I've experienced the perfection of my body. I was mm-hmm. I had that that gift a couple of years ago. I was just strolling along and I was wearing a swimsuit and I could feel how utterly perfect I was physically. Mm. Mm. That was like oh. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't have to look. Well, I knew it was you know. So that's a great feeling of that perfection. That's available. That's going to be available for all of us. We're going to be able so, to see the fairies. Yes. Yes, we we're will. going to be able to we see will. the dragons, especially when we get to eighth dimension. Eighth dimension is the first dimension where everything on Earth is non-dual. All of Earth, anybody that makes it into eight is, you know, is going to be creating crystal cities in the sky. Is going to be, you know, it's just going to be perfection. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. But seventh dimension is kind of like practice for eight. So, I have no problems with being in seventh dimension either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I have no problems with that either. I have no problems with that. So either. did that did that help some of the things that I said? Uh, some of I that? I think it's very good. I think it's very good because I think that many, um, uh, you know, again, how we like how to get where you are at, how to get into that understanding of infinite possibilities, how to get out of repeating the same old story, right? Um, well, and creating if you the work old with reality. that golden ticket, like I say, that really helps you. That starts cleaning up things that you have that have been persistent problems in your life. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, money is an issue for many people. Um, mm-hmm. The relationship they're in, maybe that's an issue. And so you so you look at that golden scenario, you activate those those two trigger words, and then you just start using it. You start you thinking like, okay. Um, Knowing, that's the first trigger word that you activate. An ideal scenario for whatever it's going to take so that I wake up every day and I just love my life completely. I'm positive. Mm-hmm. I I look forward to the good things. I expect good things to happen. I understand that, that ascension and advancing does not have to be difficult. I am that. Yes. Yes. That was a quickie. I, you know. mm-hmm. So And that, that's a, a powerful tool, those those SVH tools, they just keep working. They don't. It's not just a one-time thing. You know, that doesn't just say, okay, well, now I've done a clearing for that. It keeps on going, sweeping through your life, clearing, 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 so that that really becomes truth, what, you, what you're stating that you're claiming. So you're learning to claim what you want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which yes. most of us, you know, I didn't, I didn't learn that. I was just looking at things that were wrong. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. which just keeps giving me things that are wrong. More things, wow. more and more things that were wrong. Boy, I just, you know, it's 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 um, mental thinking. You you learn to master your mind, mm-hmm. and then you really come from your heart. That's the other thing. So one of the masters, the groups that I work with, called uh, Council for Earth Vigilance, or the Swizzlers. I remember that from your books. Yeah, Earth is moving from a sexual planet to a heart planet, a heart consciousness planet, where we speak from our hearts. And are you speaking from your heart? I think you are. Mm -hmm. That was my Mm -hmm. goal today, to speak from my heart, to speak the truth to people. Yeah. And hopefully they're ready to listen to it. The books that I've written, 
have a have the story of my experiences with the Ashtar Command and Osiris and Isis and Hathor and John F. Kennedy and Abraham Lincoln and Mark Antony and Cleopatra. They're the ascended versions of, of those beings. They're not like they were when they were alive on Earth. They are like ascended masters now. And I thought it was really cute that Mark Antony and Cleopatra and Caesar are still together. They love each other. Mm-hmm. They, all three of them love each other. <laughs> wow. wow. And, um, and so that's in book two, The Blossoming of Love. And then book three is is one of my favorite books. It's uh, a lot about Laponi, the genie that we meet in the first book. Book four has got a lot of, that's where the, you know what, hits a fan. <laughs> we ran into somebody who was, whoo, it was really a, a, a really tough situation for a while. And in that book, that's when the fourth dimension left Earth in book four, actually. Book five is The Return of Dragons. Got a picture of the dragon prince on the cover because he was born in that book. And then book six is is about um, enlightened star tribes, uh, Native Americans returning to Earth to assist us. Um, Hmm. A lot of them have been killed off in the past or um, uh, just, you know, died out naturally, but most of them, um, many of them had been, they came from non-dual worlds. The Native Americans, most of them remember that they came from from the stars. And Uh they came here to experience Earth as a dual world and also to assist Earth. So that is dedicated to the Native Americans, book six. And I have a a real close connection with some Native, Native Americans and which I found out about in book two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was really an eye-opening experience for me, Jackie, Janice, when I when I when I learned about my connection to Great Spirit. It was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so there's who lots do of you talk to in my like book. that? Remember, I think the last time when you were here at the Hope Interface Center, I asked you, like, like who do you have this conversation with other than me? And like. Do you have very many people in your life that that go, oh, I absolutely believe you, Joy Lane. I absolutely know this reality of which you're speaking about. I do have some readers who are who have woken up, you know, and and will will write me and say, hey, thank you for this latest newsletter, or yeah, I agree with that. I, I, that was an experience that I that I had also, or. And I have, you know, that group of, that cadre of people who are initiates in, in the uh, mastery school that I'm part of who are working diligently also, people from Europe and Australia and uh, and the States. Um, got a dear friend over in Columbus, Ohio, that I traveled to uh, Europe with just recently. And um, so, yeah, I do have, you know, the people in my neighborhood um, don't really talk about what I do because most of them are just, you know, doing their daily life and uh, wouldn't wouldn't be ready to hear what I have to say. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I do, you know, I run across people at the expos that I do, and um, um, hopefully, people from this uh, call will will either email me from my website or give me a call and say. Hey, I'm interested in what you're doing. I'd like to buy your books, or I'd like to read your blog. Or, hey, I read that blog, and and I'm doing that golden ticket, and it's really great. And, and I like feedback like that. So I hope people will will respond. Mm-hmm. Would you call this experiences? You are having many experiences because you're connected to many species and many parallel universes. Would uh-huh. you call this a paradigm, or would you say I am totally, completely, and utterly out of all paradigms? You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Well, I've I've been working for <laughs> the last twenty years to release all the old stories and paradigms that don't fit me anymore. Right. Right. So I'm still I'm in the paradigm of, of moving into non-duality, if that can be labeled as a okay, paradigm. Okay. Yep. Okay. So yeah. that is that is a reality that I'm embracing. That is a a new a new way to be. You know, I mean, Laponi, uh, the genie that's that was uh, the genies were created. By the way, they were uh, there was about eighty nine thousand of them scattered in different in the different universes. But anyway, Laponi was. He told me he is um, ninety quattro decillion years old. So that's a nine and a zero plus forty five zeros. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, Sarah said he was the first genie ever created. So, um, I mean, people at ages. Tonos told me he's about like a he was about like a six year old when when I first met him because he just hadn't had enough life experience at twenty five million years old. You know, I mean, when you don't have, and I think really that. Being raised in a in a dual world has been difficult, but it's also been a blessing mm-hmm. because yep. we've we've learned we've learned things that they haven't learned in non duality. Which you know, I mean, I'm prejudiced because it's been my my reality, my upbringing. But you know, they're they're <laughs> um, to learn to drive a car. You know, I mean, he's just used to to directing the spaceship with just telling it what to do. You know, just. Yeah, you know, they work as a group, and they just telepathy, and they just say go here, and they and they go there. So it's not like you know getting in and learning how to shift the gears and do all that tedious mental work that we've had to do as humans. But I do think mm-hmm. that that is, I think that's been beneficial. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's something that I've that I've that I'm growing out of learning how to do that. My my, and this is totally just a witnessing that I'm not adding energy to it. My challenge now is to let go and let things be easy. Yes. Yeah. Because I watched my parents grow up and it was difficult. It was very difficult. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so, you know, and I and I knew that. I, I caught that in myself. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago I realized, again, don't make it hard. It's, it's easy. You know, I've, I'm, I'm to the place where... I can just coast, but I'm still I'm still working. <laughs> I'm still working on being on dual. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, so how would people, you describe consciousness? If they say consciousness creates a reality, your what thoughts. is your interpretation? Okay, that's what I thought. Your too. thoughts. You know, you're creating your re- reality day, day by day. Every new thought is a new creation energy, and all those yeah. thoughts that's a big that's a big um, thing about collective consciousness. Every thought that's ever been thoughted is out there swirling around in the big <laughs> goop of collective consciousness so we're we're moving the the I am and this group of people that i'm that I'm working with are moving out of that we are contributing we're contributing positive thoughts mm-hmm. and clearing up out of our life, the negative thoughts that we have thought. Yes. Using uh, using the golden ticket and using my I'm using SVH on myself every day too. So, but um, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be difficult difficult for mm-hmm. people. That's one of the things I was really told to stress. It <clears throat> if you're loving yourself, if you're if you're pleased with your life, if you're happy doing what you're doing, that's that's a blessing for all of us. You know, that's mm-hmm. really how you help your family, how you help your children, how you help their neighbors. You just be your best that you can be and you love yourself, and that's a gift that you give to everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really then our thoughts, which is create, which is consciousness, is really the key factor in the formation of our reality and where we're going. That and moving into your heart. And moving into our heart. Yes. And and do you practice besides using the golden ticket and and uh, do you meditate? Do you? I have a. I used to do a zazen. I used to sit in in lotus position and meditate every morning and sometimes in the evening. But I don't do that anymore. I do. I do when I when I first wake up. I lay in bed for probably. Sometimes an hour, sometimes 45 minutes, and I'm getting directions from my future self and the masters and my higher self about things that need to be addressed by the Joy Council. And mm-hmm. uh, some, and oftentimes during the night, I keep a little recorder under my pillow and I record things. Um, sometimes frequently I recorded, I think, 20-some things last night that need to be addressed by the Joy Council. You know, I want to let people know that... that this work that I'm doing is not just joy, Elaine. It's involving um, millions of people and a lot of earth beings, but also people in all the other universes know about the joy council. Every universe has a joy council, and that's formed at the end of first the first book, Path of Sweetness. I tell Osiris, you know, we've had so much fun and we've done such, such great work in this in this first 
uh, endeavor, this first book, I would like to continue. So we formed the Joy Council, and the original thought was, well, we'll, we'll do this for a couple of weeks. And, <laughs> and it was so fun, so successful, doing transmissions to Earth and to eventually to the other universes that we've been continuing. So every night before I go to bed, I go to the Galactic Council of Light, and I hold out my hand and say, I'll take anything you want to give me. Then I take it to the Joy Council. I sit in my in my chair there. The little pony made me my my throne. Everybody has a throne sitting around the table, about a hundred people or so. And I say, okay, here's what we got. And I don't really even consciously know what it is, but Charlie, the, my son, the swiller son, says, very important, mommy. The hundreds of things that they give us, pieces of things to fit in, gifts to to Earth and other universes. And so we send it out. So that happens every night, and people mm-hmm. can come. I've described in the books an easy way for people to consciously be part of the work that we do in the Joy Chronicles. Mostly, I do more work in book two than in book one, but um, I do do some work in the first book. And it's just a paragraph that says, you know, you just take Archangel Michael's hand and you attend to step to this position. Every every chapter is dated, so they know what date I'm talking about. I think April 4th, 2014 is the first day that I did um, uh, transition with Tonas, and you take your hopes and your dreams and wishes for yourself or for Earth, and you just step to where we are, and you transmit it with us. And mm. people that maybe don't see anything or they don't hear or they don't know, I'm assuring them that even though they don't see or hear, they will eventually, and that it mm-hmm. is a real a real effort. It's not just a guided mission. It's, it is a real transmission that they're taking part in. So mm-hmm. that helps with the wave of work that goes out to assist us. So I've got the Joy Council, which is, it, it varies. Uh, there's anywhere from 100 to 200 people in the main table, and there's people that from other universes that come and visit us. There's people that come from, like, Monet has visited us. Um, mm. um, Omar Sharif has visited us. I mean, People come in with ideas or they come to the council because they have suggestions. Dead people work with a lot of dead mm-hmm. people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and death is just another, differently alive is a better term to use maybe than, than dead. But um, and, and, and the Ashtar Command is all part of this work, so it's not just joy. It, you can be part of the difference that's happening for us with Earth. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... And you don't have to. It's not a requirement that you have to figure out how to do that. You can just read the books for fun because they are uplifting. Yes. Yeah, they are very, they are very, yes, yes. There's fun, there's humor, there's... Very uh, much so. Romance. <laughs> Romance, yes. And I remember Thomas, yes, yes. Yes. Oh, uh, galactic yep. And romance with him that you had, so yes, yeah, we're still. Um, um, he's a he's a papa to the Swizzlers now. They're they're having fun on Holzmelia, the planet that uh, he and Laponi created for us. It's a non-dual planet in our universe, and they've um, Charlie's birthday. <clears throat> the group's birthday is September twenty-second. So every year he's been asking. He wants to fly. So Laponi hmm. finally gave gave up and gave them wings. So that they could yeah. actually fly. So they've been flying for weeks now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, you know races and how to fly and fly backwards and fly upside down and fly you know every way that a kid could think of. So they're the some of the joys of my life is is talking to Charlie and the Swizzlers and being with them. So let's. Uh, maybe we don't need to go there. Maybe we don't want to go there. But many of our listeners. And I do have listeners across the nation. Is that they will ask, well, Joy Lane and the multidimensional being that you are and your Joy Council. So, what exactly is happening when people are talking about recession or inflation or they get all messed up in the political duality that's here? Um, is it just that that collective thoughts are creating that reality? Well, like I said, a lot of people who are hanging out in fifth dimension are kind of replaying third dimension mentality of survival of the fittest. Hmm. They're hang, hanging on to hanging on to old thoughts and old belief systems, and and the the thing to do is just send love. 
Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, it may be it it may be a challenge for some people. My my older son said, "Mom, I just can't do that. I just can't send love to the war in Ukraine." And, and fine, you know that if you if you're for one side or the other, you're just contributing to the war. That's correct, because people do not like it when I say, "Oh, uh, when we talk about the Trump issue," I say, "Oh, I send love to Trump every day. I'm just falling yep. in love with Trump. I just love Trump." And that's man, exactly the that, perfect thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that raises the hair off the back of many people's necks. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, well, what do you think sending curses to him does? Do you think that helps? Yes. Him? Yeah. Do you think it improves yeah. the situation? If you can't improve yeah. the situation, stay out of it. You know, if you can't, if you can't send love, then just don't send hate. Focus on something else. Let mm-hmm. the, you know, send love to the war and focus on you know the joy in your life. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> I I had a, a one of the radio interviewers a few years ago when I told people not to watch the news. She didn't mm-hmm. really. She wasn't too angry with me on the call, but later she spoke to me and she said, "I can't believe that you would tell people that that you would be so irresponsible." And so I've amended my thinking on that. <laughs> if you can watch the the news and you can send love to everything that you're talking about and not get involved in all the twisted. <laughs> all the yep. twisted stuff that's going on, and then watch it. But if you don't feel mm-hmm. good after you watch the news, then why are you why are you doing that? Why do you mm-hmm. continue that? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like I need to know. Well, do you think that your knowing is contributing to a res- resolution? No, it's a good point. Energy, yeah. energy, energy, energy. I mean, it is. It's, it's energy, all energy. 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 Yeah. Yes, it is. And so when I tell people that about just emanating love and just being in joy and being in happiness is that I'm trying to make the revolving door of repetitiveness go the in the opposite direction. I'm, yes. I'm like in a revolving door and I'm pushing and moving in the door in the opposite direction when I just send out love. And mm-hmm. um and the energy, and and like you said, people are indeed waking up, and I think that they are now going in the opposite direction of the revolving door. And that's mm-hmm. what I would like to make sure everybody knows, that it is very, 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 very hopeful because people are waking up and we're moving in the opposite direction of the revolving, repetitive energy. Now, most people don't believe that, but I absolutely know that i absolutely Good. know that so. i have to applaud you that's a wonderful wonderful way to live mhm mm-hmm. i i don't i don't watch the news i do scroll through my iphone and i i pick out on the funny things you know the buzzfeed and stuff like that but i really don't get i'm really proud to say and and claiming that that i don't get involved in in the disputes in the wars in the in the anger and the in the election things and the in the voting and stuff, I don't. I just don't. I I read a lot of books. <laughs> I read <laughs> fantasy books. You know, mm-hmm. I'm reading now Dune, which is pretty uh, really you know a classic uh, fantasy book. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but my my books, I, you know, I'm going to encourage people to to check out my website, thejoyeline.com, because. There, each book has a little. There's a page on it. You can get an idea of what it's about. It starts with the first one, Path of Sweetness, goes on through book six, uh, Return of the Star Tribes, and it's a story. It's my story. It's my actual experiences. Now I do have it on Amazon in fiction and nonfiction, because um, people, and that's going to be a. I'm looking. For, I am still looking for a publisher. I'm these are self-published. People mm-hmm. people want to know that they're true, and then but people some people are not ready for that. So that's, that's why right. I have it in both category both categories. If mm-hmm. even if they read the books as fiction, they are still uplifting. There's still a large telepathic component that the masters have have put in the books that would be uplifting. Would be, um, you know, if you just open a book and you read a couple pages. I think you know, I think you'll get something from even that much experience with the books mm-hmm. they've got. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they're calibrated yeah. for the person that buys them. So, what can I say? It's a gift to yeah. yourself. You got Christmas coming up. I'll probably have a probably should run a Christmas special. Gosh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, 
There you go. Uh, they're they're on Kindle also. So if you're if you're money conscious and you want to save a few bucks, you can buy it on Kindle. But uh, they're reasonably priced, I think, on Amazon. So, and the blog. If they want, if you want to have a lot of SVH work, you know, read that self love on page four of the blog, and there's a lot of good stuff there. There's messages from the masters. There's stuff from Ashtar on the coronavirus. There's stuff about genies. There's stuff about fairies. There's I mean, there's just everything you can possibly think of in my books and in my blog and stuff that you'll never think of either. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Isn't that, the, that, isn't that the truth? I have met many, many people, Miss Joy, but I have not met someone who is so multidimensional in, in, that, in that frequency of love and light as much as you are. I, I remember that when the Celestine Prophecies which was an old, 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 old book. Right. That had yes. to be printed in fiction as well because right. it it um, it couldn't be people couldn't have accepted it or the printer or whoever does books couldn't put it in the other way. So right. And I remember right. reading right. that book long ago, and <laughs> they kept on saying the writer kept on saying that really was my life. That really right. is my life. Yes. Yep. So my what do you think about the Go ahead. Work with me for two or three years uh, asserts very firmly that my books are fiction. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's <laughs> okay. You know that's how you want to read it. That's fine with me. I'm not going to fuss with you about it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so what so, I tell everybody is, you know, if my reality is possibilities and possibilities of a higher level of consciousness, then the immediate question I ask everyone to think about is how can I make my reality better then, and why wouldn't I make it better and happier right. then? Yes, um, right. And not be stuck in the old thinking. Um, right, because you can being the best you can, you can be. That's right, that's right, that's right. So that's what do you think about the it. movie Avatar coming out? Remember when Avatar came out 25 years ago? I, I do, and I remember that scene with the tree burning, which was pretty dang traumatic. Um, yeah, yeah. That was, They're bringing that was forth hard. Yeah, they're bringing forth now um, in December the movie Avatar, and I believe that that's a mirror image of the avataric energy of who we are. I believe when people go sit in those uh, theaters and turn off the lights and on the screen, they'll be seeing these avataric beings and species, which is a mirror to the mirror image of who we are and even then some, even then some. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of people are blue. <clears throat> in, <laughs> in your realities, huh? In all those yeah, different realities. Yeah, uh, is actually teal colored. And, uh, oh, really? And the Egyptians mm-hmm. pictured him sometimes as a light green color, you know, as a god of, yep. of life and resurrection. But he's really teal. He's bald. He's not really tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isis mm-hmm. is a blue color. Um, I can, I my future self can appear blue or you know different colors. So it's it's pretty interesting. I I've um, I think there's a newer versions of the books that that I've come out with since the ones I left with you. But uh, book three has got a lot of the different different worlds, different universes start joining our joy council. They step forward and say, hey. We'd like a joy council in our universe because we can see the benefits it's doing for Earth. And so the Swizzlers are capable of, of making a transmission, transmission for other universes so that it fits every world in that universe. Hmm. Um, because some hmm. of the things that fit for Earth wouldn't, wouldn't work for, <laughs> you know, wouldn't work for the other planets. So, you know, that's, that's the privilege that you have when you read these books. You find about, out about how big how big the reality is mhm mhm and how yeah. you can yeah. you can play a significant part in it if you choose not if you not don't choose then you still you're still enjoying the benefit of the books by just reading them and enjoying mm-hmm. them you have brought into my life, and I know a lot of people. I really do know a lot of people. I'm not bragging that I know a lot of people, but I know a lot of people. But you have brought the biggest, brightest, boldest, happiest, more joyous version of of realities that is there that exists to me in my life. Thank and, you so much. Uh, 
I mean, it, that that's really a remarkable gift that everyone is receiving right now. So I want to let everyone know that it that reading her books in every way, shape, or form is it is. And the w- wonderful thing, even about your books, to some people, because some people said they're mind to mind boggling. I don't think for me. It was mind-boggling. I think it's mind-bending, and it gets uh-huh. me out of those old assumptions, and it brought in a new reality, all these possibilities, uh-huh. um, all these possibilities. And, again, I tell everybody who, when they were telling me, uh, I tell them about you, I said, you know, this woman is absolutely 100% real. Because I said, I was with her when you came to the star gathering here at the Hope Interface Center, she, you do not, it's not like you're on stage and you're just speaking and then you come off stage and you're not speaking about it. You know how some people do that? They get on uh-huh. stage and they say one thing and they, you know, and then they get off stage and they're not really living what they did on stage. And uh-huh. I tell everybody, there was not a bleep a skip, a hop, a bump, um, <laughs> in all of this material and all of this engagement into a fun, new, wonderful, non-duality that's in form. Because I don't think they think we're going to be in form. Oh, <laughs> and I believe well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I like my look of 23 years old. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who it was. Actually, I saw this woman who was being very meditative, and she kind of had her hand on her chin, and she was staring out some windows. And I, I asked Ananda who that was, and he goes, oh. He said, well, that's you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, golly, long blonde hair, you know, was pretty, pretty. Yeah, pre-satisfied with that look, and I felt and I felt the body that I'm going to have, and so yeah, I I I'm really not interested in giving up this body. It's it's um it's going through some uh, interesting changes. It's got some um, you know people have even in the in the elite quote elite group that I'm part of still have some health challenges, but um, been told that I can get into seventh dimension with my warts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. So you know, and and uh, and then move into the perfected form gradually, or uh, or not. I'm nobody. Re- see, nobody has ever done this before. Mhm. Yep. It's never happened. So just like the even the non-dual masters are kind of, they're kind of like, kind of wondering what it's going to be like for us. I think it's going to be a big party. Mhm. <laughs> yes. I'm ready to go there with you, Joy. I'm okay. ready to go there. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that well, you're awake. I want to let every yeah, I want to let everyone know that the adventures of all of her books called the Joy Chronicles are are for her. I mean it, everyone, are an everyday experience for Joy. She lives and breathes her sacred service in these inspirational and transitional times to give you an opportunity to join her, to join us, to join this higher uh, understanding of non-duality. Her passion, her dedication does indeed, just as you're listening to her right now, light the way for each and every single reader uh, to catch on the waves of change that the council sponsor, and it can be, just as she said, a very, very, very graceful ride. Mm-hmm. So I want you all to visit her website, which is once again www. Joy with a capital J O Y and then Elaine all together capital E L A I N E dot com. Once again it's ww dot joyelaine dot com where you can get all of her books and all of her information of which she is so gracefully shared with us during this during this time together. So um I love you, Joy. As always, it's always fun. It's just it's just pure fun. Thank you yes, for doing thank this. Thank you for having me speak with you. I, I had a great time today, Janice. Yeah. 
Oh, good, 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 good. And just a reminder to all of my beloved listeners, which you are beloved to me, we are going to once again have a star gathering here at the Hope Interface Center. It is our fifth star gathering, but it is going to be a virtual event. And we have speakers across the United States that will be joining us. They they are spiritual teachers, healers, shamans, star beings. Uh, They come also very passionate profound uh, meditations. They'll be giving messages and activations. Garrett Duncan, who will be with us. Uh, Reverend Carrie Chapman will be with us. Dave the Mystic, once again, who's been on Coast to Coast twice. I think you should try to get on Coast to Coast, Joy. That would really blow their minds. Now you'll have to talk to me about that. Send me some information about it. I will do that. Dave the Mystic will be with us. Caroline Oceana Ryan will be with us. Maya Christine uh, Nartum, I hope I tumid, N-A-R-T-O-O-M-I-D, will be with us. In order to get a, um, that will be on December 16th, 17th, and 18th. It is a Friday afternoon or Friday evening, I believe, all day Saturday, and then a panel of all of these speakers will be on. And it's only $133 to get on this to receive information. It will also be a mind-bending, mind-stretching, heart-opening event. How you can get on or get more information about this, all you need to do is go to Eventbrite, Virtual Star Gathering, 2022. I'm going to say that again. If you are interested in this, you go to Eventbrite, Virtual Star Gathering 2022. The cost of that, again, is $133, a good vibrational number. So once again, Joy, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the program of the Pure Hope Show. It has My been pleasure. wild and crazy and wonderful. Thank you My so pleasure, much. Janice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Namaste, everyone. Until we meet again, namaste, namaste, namaste. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.